The song is not about Jeremy. Why would you think that? Why would you? Why would you? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast. That song you just heard is titled This Is Not a Song About Jeremy, which is emphatically not a song about Jeremy we created last week. Jeremy, how does it make you feel that we have created a song that is called This Is Not a Song About Jeremy? You didn't know about that until this moment, I'm guessing. Well, if it's not about me, then why why would I feel anything? I mean, you wouldn't create a um, false advertising in the song title, would you? I mean, the next line after that is, why would you think that? Exactly. So, I mean, you almost accidentally wrote our song about you, not about you. Well, you know, great minds and all that. (laughs) It reminds me a lot of the when somebody starts a sentence by saying i don't want to sound racist but it's it's like a misdirection like you can say anything afterwards yeah it's like no you can't that's the point is you actually can't (laughs) with all due respect (laughs) yeah i don't i don't mean to be offensive or anything but but (laughs) your haircut looks like shit yeah yeah just saying (laughs) jason should we play jeremy's the song from last week uh my wife said that we should up to you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this song. We're gonna see how it goes. I always thought you were creepy. Really you couldn't sing to me. You're so creepy. I always thought you were creepy. Loved it so much. And I didn't like what you had. It's a word salad. You can say anything as long as you say this. Not a song about Jeremy. It kills me. <laughs> What's funny is I was sitting there trying to think of, crap, what were the verses about? Like, I was like, because I think I was trying to tell a story. I have no idea what story I was trying to tell. And I think I was trying to. I know what story you were You finally told me what story you told. I know. And now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, I know I told a story and I have no idea what it was from a week ago. And I wasn't, I didn't even have a drink last week. Like, so I'm just, that's just how my brain works these days. This is not a song about Jeremy. I was like, wait, did Jeremy do that? <laughs> no. no, he obviously did this. Well, it's not a song about it. it. Yeah, he's, right, he's right. I've so never, never done that. Ever. I, I, my favorite line is, all I lost was that kidney. Like, that's still yeah. my favorite line by far. I mean, really, any any you know story that's all you lose in is a, is a good story. Like, that, that was, uh, and I still love, like, the background vocals on this are fun. Yeah. You're uh, so creepy. <laughs> Each week we attempt to create the worst song ever. I am your host, Jason, alongside our other two co-hosts, Mike and Jeremy. Jeremy is with us this week, so yeah, for once he might not want us to not write a song. This week might actually be a song about Jeremy. I, I'm not really sure how it's I, I, I think it sh- I think it should be. <laughs> since since you've never done it before. I think if this was the th- if this turns out to be a song about Jeremy, this this could be like the third or fourth song about yeah, Jeremy this yeah. season. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a theme. <laughs> it's a performance art piece about how much we love you. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Twitter account at Worst Song Pod. Each week we follow a new musician, not decided who we are following. Also, we have a MySpace page. Jeremy, how's our Dude, MySpace doing? You know, I haven't checked it since I haven't been. It's okay. No one else. We, has we haven't been recording, so I haven't been checking. That's, Apparently, we're not on Napster. We're not. Um, I spent. Um, well, a non-zero amount of time looked, trying to figure out if we could get a podcast on Napster.com because it's just a streaming service now like Spotify and they don't do podcasts. So bullshit. I mean, bullshit. I'm sure I'm sure if we could get signed to a record label, we could get on there. 
So record labels call us uh, or tweet us at Worst Song Pod. If you, if you are, if you're the path to Napster, we're interested. Yes, absolutely. What are our chances, Mike? Very low. <laughs> Jeremy, since you're here, I, 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 a, I get really excited because I love you in, in in general. But oh. I saw a video this week where a guy showed up to a Zoom court hearing, and oh, his I name was Buttfucker Three Thousand. I saw that. <laughs> Um, that that uh, judge handled it um, spectacularly well, I thought. Did the judge address Buttfucker 3000 oh, as yes. Buttfucker 3000? Um, yes, he asked him, so what's your real name? And he said it. And then it's like, well, so your name's not Buttfucker 3000? And it's like, like, he's like, well, I, I, guy, I'm going to assume that, that it was sincere because the, the guy was embarrassed and like didn't know how it got like that. So. I mean, it's like the stories you saw of like managers turning into potatoes and not being able, or like somebody yeah. being a cat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. I mean, the first question is what happened to Buttfuckers 1 through 2,999? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's from the year 3000, that's why. He, he came from the future to fuck butts. But fuck everyone. <laughs> I it's came like, here to chew bubblegum and buck buttfuck. So I learned very recently that that line was originally uttered by Roddy Roddy Piper in a movie. Yeah, it's from They Live. I didn't know that was where it was from. Like I knew the line, but I never knew it was Roddy Piper. I couldn't tell you what movie it was today. I don't remember, but it's it's They Live. It's John John Carpenter, nineteen eighty. Uh, seven something like that okay yeah and they live it was very much the inspiration for andre has a posse is that right like the obey if i'm not mistaken was that i'm not sure he would see things in a uh, yeah he had these glasses um, yeah he had sunglasses and he put them on and it would like remove the filter that that aliens are putting over the world so you would see advertisements and they would just say things like consume and obey yeah money would just say this is your god now yeah, apparently that's where uh, Shepherd Fairy got the idea for Obey Giant. I feel like you're speaking a bunch of words that are English, but I have no idea what's going on. One of the one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago was I was I I felt seen whenever I talked about how I think of how often I think about grabbing a cop's gun. Mm. And Jeremy actually he was like, "Yeah, me too." And Mike's yeah. like, "What's wrong with you guys?" My follow up question to that is. Do you ever think about getting into police car chases? Like, what are your Worked chances? With a guy who definitely thought about that pretty often early in because my career. Because he did it? Uh, yeah, more than once. He was really into drag racing. Mm. And so he was basically yeah, like, well, as long as that. I can outrun them, it doesn't matter. And then he decided mm. that getting a motorcycle meant he could go faster and was more agile. So he could definitely outrun them. And I think he did many times. And that was one of the things that, uh, so I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago about ice tea and he used to rob banks and jewelry stores and he he would he talked about getting away like car chases getting away from cops and motorcycles on the wrong way on uh, one-way streets was number one on his list and number two was parking garages are a great place to ditch a vehicle i never heard anybody actually say like yeah i used to do this all the time um i don't endorse it but like I mean, I assume like, statute of limitations on that stuff is probably oh, yeah. because most, yeah. most crimes have a statute other than like what first degree murder in, in some states. Something like robbery is going to be done in five or 10 years. And he was probably doing that in the late 80s. But so. his like the, the interview about him, he had such a crazy life. Like I thought it was really interesting. I might put this out there as this should be our Twitter follow because 
I heard he's like the greatest Twitter follow. I don't know why. He's pretty good. Yeah, he is pretty good. (laughs) But like, he's never smoked weed. Like, he's always on the, he's ready to be taken advantage of. He's never gotten drunk or smoked weed. He was an orphan, I think might be part of that. He was a jewelry thief, a bank robber, an honor student. He got his girlfriend pregnant, decided to be an army ranger. And that's where he started learning how to be a pimp in the army mm-hmm. because he's around a bunch of dudes who are horny he had a song called cop killer that got investigated made him get investigated by the secret service mm-hmm. but it's really funny that he did all these illegal things and then he got famous for being a cop like in new jack city and in svu and like just hearing like people talk about it was like oh did anybody ever give you blowback and it was like no, that's just like, that's just another way to like being in the Hollywood game is just another way to hustle. It's, it's a way to make money with a lower risk. And so let's make that money. I wasn't a sellout because I was making money. Like is a really interesting kind of mantra. You got to get paid. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any thoughts or feelings on ice I don't, I mean, I know more as a cultural icon than I actually yeah. do his music. Yeah, I think that's how he got started. I definitely think that's not what he's he's known for now. Like, yes, he still makes music and yeah. had a reality show of him and his wife. Because mm-hmm. why not? The VH1 hands those out like candy. I'm told. Do you think we can get a VH1 reality show? If you if you're a VH1 producer and you're looking for for people who want to maintain their uh, their anonymity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I'd break my anonymity if I could get a VH1 reality show. Yeah, and, they well, to pay I want the reality that. show plus the Napster deal. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's, that, a, it's a anonymity. package deal. But like, if you're only getting me one or the other, your censor people are going to have to do some work. Okay, I'm a VH1 exec. Okay, pitch okay. me your reality show. All right, what what are you doing that's inter- interesting? Okay, like remember how Seinfeld was a show about nothing? Go on. What if that was real? Yeah. <laughs> Um, are you buying this, Jeremy? <laughs> um, well, I mean, that, that was basically going to be my argument. It's like, there's so much going on in the world today. Sometimes you just need to slow down and see nothing. And that's yeah. what my life is. Yeah. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. <laughs> you got. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Yeah. I think, you know, and if we wanted to in- incite more drama. Okay. What about this? You just quoted the Cheers theme song. Mm-hmm. What if we buy a bar? Buy a bar. What if we buy a bar? <laughs> it's called puzzles. <laughs> Why is it called puzzles? That's the puzzle. <laughs> we play our shitty music on stage at the bar. I don't know. Why did that idea never come up when we were talking about buying a strip club? Anyway, one thing I was thinking about today at work, I made somebody cry and I was kind of proud of it. <laughs> Did, that, is, that was not where I was expecting that to go at all. Did they, did they deserve it? Wait, so you made some, oh. hold on. You made someone cry today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And quite often. Is it because you were an asshole? No, no. I was asking them about something they care a lot about and they mm-hmm. like, they got choked up because I mean, historically through my career as a storyteller, I've made people cry a lot. Like even in my new job where I do it less, like I've made the head people of this organization cry because I've done a good job. You know, I've highlighted their hard work and they just, they're, they're passionate and it's wonderful. And then I started to think to myself how fucked up that is. 
as a person. Like, like, have I made people cry? <laughs> Hell yes, I have oh, in yeah. my career. Was it ever because of something that was good? <laughs> no, probably not. Are there other professions that brag about that sort of thing? Is kind of what I was wondering to myself as I was like gleefully like, oh, maybe I'll send an email behind me and this girl cry today. And maybe first, if you're like an acting coach and you're trying to teach people to cry, then you might be like, ooh, I made them cry. I was thinking maybe professional eulogizer. You know? You oh, just there wasn't a dry in the house. I tore, tore it down. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking it'd be way funnier if it was like welder. I'd be like, oh. The salt content in the air really helps the flux really. <laughs> I was reviewing a resume today where a guy had a certification in laser welding. And I was talking to one of the other guys who works for me. I'm like, I don't know if I should interview this guy, but he got a certification in laser welding. And he turns to me, we were on the Zoom, and he goes, he goes, hey, when the CEO is like, hey, we need a laser welder, I would hate to be in your shoes if you didn't hire that guy. <laughs> yeah. You got to be prepared. It was really funny. You never you know. Never know. Doesn't laser welding sound cool though? Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, I was, it's got I was lasers like, in it. I was like, I don't know what like welding's pretty cool standalone. And then laser welding? Do you ever just want to get into like an industrial operations fight? <laughs> it's like I'm gonna like I'm gonna shoot an arc welder at you. You like fire lasers back at me. We're swinging steel beams at each other. We have servo motors coming at it. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> The answer was not until this moment. No, not until this moment. Why are there not more movies that have that as a plot line? Or like at least just like a climax scene where like you're fighting with industrial equipment. That's got to be a Chung Yao Fat sort of, um, you know, some sort of John Woo final move. I mean, I would bet there are many movies out there that have this and I just don't recall don't them, them or have seen them. But Jeremy, like a nail gun is usually like the most like yeah. out there thing. So, so. Just, add, just add it to the list. I, I just think like that's a good like the reason why me making people cry is a good thing is because like it, it all comes down to storytelling, you know, and that's what we do when we write these songs is we're trying to tell good stories like I, love, I just want to take things out of context. The yeah. reason that me making people cry <laughs> is Christ. a good thing. Good thing. <laughs> no, no, she was bawling. It's OK. Yeah, yeah, that was what I point. meant to do. Yeah. Brings a tear to your eye. Yeah. She liked it. The lap dance was so much better. And See, that right there is what I was looking for, Jeremy. What other professions will you succeed if you cry while you do it? No, we've wow. talked about this. There was a study that lap dances are actually worse when the stripper is crying. <laughs> which, I, which Wait. how they got a grant to figure that out, I want to know because. Oh, do you remember the guy who used to like dress up kind of like the Riddler and advertise the book for grants that you could get? And mm -hmm. like <gasps> Matthew Lesko. Yeah, that's who it was. Yes. I uh, definitely had that book. Oh, how much free money did you, did put you it get? To use? I tried to. I got information on filing grants on at least like five or eight of the things and then did not do anything after that. I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in you right now. Well, I think I was like 16. When do you need money more and have more free time? I think you have to know things as well. Yeah, you read it in a book. Yeah, that's what the book is for. I can tell you. No, all it had was like basically like here's the address and here's like the parameters of the grant. But then you had to get all the grant paperwork and fill it all. Like filling out grant paperwork is not easy. I would want like a paralegal to do that for me. Yeah. Also, you know what I was more interested in when, when I was 16 than getting grants? Boobs. Oh, that's yes. Acceptable answer. Survey says number one answer. <laughs> <laughs>
you, what were you more interested in than doing paperwork when you were 16? I think the answer yeah, is everything. everything. I was gonna, well, I was pretty much going to say playing my guitar and, and, and some variation of boobs. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think those were probably the two. I'll put White Castle in there and that's probably a, a correct answer. And that's not even a good I mean, answer. Like, I was kind of interested in filling out a grant and imagining money. Like it was like buying a book of daydreams was like really what that book was to me. Did they have grants for boobs? I feel like I didn't use that resource very well now that I'm yeah. looking back at it. I, I think that's what the conclusion I'm coming to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should read by this. still exists. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have this thing called Google now. Yeah, but it was in a book. This was before the internet. Before there was Google. I remember getting the internet yellow pages. Yeah. I mean, MatthewLesco.net or MLesco.net does still exist. Yeah. It looks like it's a GeoCities website from 1998. That checks out. Yeah. I would expect Sounds nothing right. less. Does he have a Twitter account? <laughs> Please don't. I think that's a really terrible follow. I, I, I don't know. I, I want to know it. if he has. I want to know if he has ones. But uh, yeah. Is he the worst version of Ron Popeil? And what I mean by that is, you know him in a similar way, like viral late night TV of sorts, but not nearly as useful or cool. I, I mean, Ron Popeil is cooler than Matthew Lesko. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm more sad that I don't think Matthew Lesko has a Twitter account. I could be wrong, but he might. He has a page called Government Money for Billionaires. Do you think billionaires actually go to his website to figure out how to no. make more billions? No, they have. They pay people to do that. That's just marketing. See, you think, well, if billionaires can do this and I can do this, then I can be a billionaire. The three examples of billionaires on this page, Ross Perot, okay. Donald Trump, and Paul Newman. What a weird grouping of people. I mean, granted, two of them are politicians. I mean, kind I'm, of I'm politicians. Like, yeah. that's air quotes for those that can't see what I'm doing. Both of yeah. them ran for president at minimum. Paul Newman. Love his uh, salad dressing. That guy's a billionaire. You heard it here first. I didn't know that. Probably. Think about all the salad dressing he sells. I don't think he's a billionaire. Let's just say salad dressing is 100% profit. Okay. It sells for $3 a bottle. So you're making a dollar fifty a bottle. You got to sell a lot of salad dressing. I'm going to say seven hundred and well, he's not making a fifty a bottle because there's packaging, there's all, like there's employees to pay and all that. Like, what's he getting? A penny a bottle? Ten cents a bottle on a on a great setup? That's a lot of salad dressing. I don't go through that much salad dressing. Also, salad dressing is terrible for you. Yeah, but what if you bathed in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's got to be good for the skin. All that oil. <laughs> God, we're dumb. <laughs> it opens up song. the pores. <laughs> song? Is that Listen, what we're here? Here's the deal. We say stupid things, and then we think, oh, well, maybe we should write a song about that. Uh, I think, Mike, if you want to come up with a, a, a topic, that'd be great. But that's what I'm doing. I'm spitballing. Maybe I was thinking, I mean, I love the idea of a, a welder who cries, personally. That's what I wanted to do a song about. But, you know. That's, that's my favorite opera. A welder who cries, selling yeah. salad dressing and filling out grant forms. Maybe that's why he cries. Maybe he wanted to be uh, Paul Newman, salad dressing king. I'm a laser welder. I've got goals I can't meet. I'm a laser welder. I got to fill out this paperwork. <laughs> I need money. I need money. I mean, if there's 
there are plenty of workout songs. Writing a song about money is boring. No, I'm saying, what about workout <laughs> songs? There are plenty of workout songs, right? Right. And this is a song for different types of work. Right. So, like, it's a it's a songs to fill out paperwork by. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're, Call we're, we're capturing everyone's imagination here tonight. <laughs> the most boring song in the world. In the world. So far. What is the most boring? What is the most boring song in the world sound like? That's a four minutes, 33 seconds by John Cage. <laughs> I was going to say something by John Tesh, but okay. It's... <laughs> I don't know why Jeremy has the correct answer, but he does. So yeah, that's why he's I... here. <laughs> he's he's our, he's our research extraordinaire. He probably looked up like more than 20 answers and decided that was the answer. I, I just kept that one in the back of my head for emergencies. All right. So yeah. Mike, what type of song are you hoping to write tonight? Okay. So what I was thinking was, so I think, do we have mandolin in the last two songs? I feel like we yes. do. Yeah. Cause I've been on a mandolin kick. So my thought was that maybe we get away from the mandolin because I don't want to have all of our songs sound the same. They already have a lot of similarities. It's because it's like the same guy writes and performs all of them. So I figured we'd go back to the electric guitar. Yeah, but what type of what type of song? We're going to try and make people cry. The crying welder. Crying laser welding. Laser welders. Welders and lasers. I don't know, something like that, you know. Yeah. or don't overthink it okay well let's do it what we do each week in case you've never been here before mike is a mu- musical talent and jeremy and i try and green him off a track with suggestions all right here we go we're going to create a song in about an hour the montage have you thought about a montage get a drummer in here what we want to do for drumming oh i was thinking i wanted to do something in three four one of these days so let's try that for fun that seems fun yeah especially since you're not trying to mm-hmm. get artificial guitars to match up i worked as a welder one summer did you mm-hmm. is crying while welding a good idea well it's just going to drip on your mask so you get a foggy so, mask if yeah you cry mm-hmm like ass <laughs> it sounds very white stripes to me very very low five it does kind of have a white stripes vibe laser fight all right we're gonna need some some lyrical contents what do you got i mean to me it was a high noon showdown between welders somebody's crying in their mask you can't see the tears behind my welding eyes <laughs> the pain you inflict on me Cuts deeper than your plasma cutters. All right, let's 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 see what happens. I weld with honor. Bring up your plasma cutter. I don't know if I like any of that, but but I think I need more of a story to set it up. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe there's a play off of safety and fight. I'm just kind of saying things out loud. Okay, I, I've got some ideas. You're getting me somewhere. Now we're gonna do another take. These lyrics are widely inspired by your talking. It's time to sew up. Ah, I need to get like a good rhythm with the words. Yeah, I'm thinking you need to go slower with your. I, I, maybe I've got the white stripes stuck in my head. It was like when he goes, I think I smell a rat. Like he was he, he takes that last word and that line and he makes a meal out of it. Am I way off? No, I I. I, I 
Okay, let's let's uh, let's give it a whirl. I got, I got nothing. Let's. Uh... Since you've hurt me so bad. I'm not sure I like the guitar that much. It turns out our welders are broken, and let's just fight with our emotions. And so instead, they start to have a welding fight, and then they just have an emotional fight. See, I think you need a little bit of a like. I think that's where maybe you're going a little sideways. Am I wrong? All right, let, let me let's, let's throw it in there. Yeah, now we're riding high. Those pants look stupid. Yeah, you wore that in public. That safety gear makes your butt look big. Your mom never liked you. <laughs> you were an accident. <laughs> All right, I mean, at the, at the end, I just started throwing insults, so I think that was fun. <laughs> I think I think you hit your stride on that one. I liked where that went. Does, does this song need anything else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the things I could think of were like some sound effects of like industrial noises, but that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I kind of love the idea of throwing pedal steel into that, but it won't work at all. But I, I kind of love it. Wait, um, do you want to try it? It's not going to work because I think it's a different time signature. Since you humiliated me, you can't delete that. It's too bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I can't decide if we should keep it or not. <laughs> Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was Welding Fight is quite possibly the name of the song. Quite possibly, Don. Who knows? You don't talk about Welder Fight Club. Ugh, do not. It took us a minute to get our footing in terms of where to go with that song. Why do you think that was? And how did we get on track? Well, I mean, we were doing some different musical style. It's a three, four times. So it feels more like a waltz. But then you put the rock waltz in there. And it was just not as easy to uh, get going on. And like, I was trying to challenge myself a little bit with a different time signature. We, you know, we kind of got some white stripes, this influence in there where that kind of, I don't know if that helped or hurt us, but we talked about it a bit and tried a few different things. I think we did more takes on vocals for this than we probably have in most of our songs this season. And that's because it's not because the vocals ended up good. But we tried a lot of different things and we just threw a lot on the floor because we didn't like it. So, you know, I think it was just a little bit challenging. So it was something different. It, it just wasn't some songs kind of write themselves. Like, I feel like some of our ones we've been able to do in 25 minutes and they've been pretty good. And this one was not that. That's OK. And I, I kind of like the fact that it was a little bit more challenging in that sense. Like the fourth, the, the three, four hopefully made it different. And and when you ask the question about white stripes, like for me. It gives me, I don't speak music, and it gives me a point of reference to be like, hey, this is what the other people did, and that worked, and so maybe we should give that a try, is where I was going with that. Yeah, I mean, I think you put more input on both the style and the lyrics in this one. Like, a lot of times you'll help with lyrics or give me some like weird ideas, but it's very rare that you'll step in and be like, well, sing it this way instead of that way. And I think that was cool. Like it was just something different to try. So I think I took your advice for like two phrases and then after that completely ignored it, but you know, whatever. 
No, and that's that. Yeah, that's fine. That was actually fun for me uh, as I was more involved. I, I've been thinking a lot about lyrics, and you'll find out. I've been trying to write more lyrics lately. You'll hear more of those later down the line, hopefully. The slide guitar, the pedal steel. <laughs> well, what we decided. So Jason was like, it kind of needs some flourishes, maybe some fills. And uh, I was looking for things that were industrious in nature. So I'm looking through the loop library and I, would, I looked for industry, industrial, and that was just a bunch of, and then, uh, you know, I was like, well, what about steel? And then it came back with pedal steel. I was like, this doesn't fit at all. Let's totally throw it in here. And the key is correct. However, the time signature <laughs> is not. So we had to do some editing to make it sound a little bit better, but still sounds pretty terrible. However, it's kind of funny. I love how bad it is. Is this this has got to be the first one that we have had? Is that right? The first pedal steel? Yes. I, I we're even in that family. Yeah, you it know, feels like it. I mean, like we we kind of have a rock waltz with a country flourish. Did you ever decide? You were like, I either love this or I hate this. Did you ever figure out if it was love or hate, or is I mean, really? I, I'm not sure. Like, I I I don't think it's love. What I'm not sure about, like, is if we got to the end of the season and we were doing a recap, would this be like, I hate this or I'm indifferent to it? And indifferent is actually worse than hate in a lot of cases. Yeah. And so yes. we'll, we'll see how it stacks up at the end of the season. I don't think this is our best and or worst work. I mean, nothing we've done so far have I hated as much as 30 of them in my mouth, put 30 30 in my mouth um, that we did in season one. I hated that song. I think we've had some songs that were way worse than our average song, like in season two so far. Yes. We've had some some songs that were way worse than our average season one song. And we've also had some catchier ones, I think. So, yes. you know, we'll just see what happens. But, All right. Well, I have a handful of more, uh, a few more questions, but I think we should throw it a song and come back and ask a couple more questions. How do you feel, Mike? Get ready for a waltz. All right, enough talk. Let's debut our new worst song ever, grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. I present to you Welding Fight, something like that. Welder Fight. It's been zero days since you humiliated me. And at high noon, it's high past time, I will destroy you. Normally we'd settle this by wielding our welders. But since the maintenance isn't done, we'll fight, we'll fight, we'll fight with our emotions. I'm rubber, you're glue. Anything I say will bounce and come back to you. I fight with my emotions, my raw anger and hate. You're lucky this welder is broken. You've made such a heinous mistake Yeah, energy at 1200 degrees Is normally what I'd put in your eye But since these haven't been fixed 
I'm just gonna settle for making you cry. I don't like your favorite color. Your favorite band is bad. Yeah, now we're riding high. Yeah, you wore that in public? That safety gear makes your butt look big. I'm fighting, I'm toying with your emotion. Plasma cutter went straight through your heart. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that song. I, uh, Dear listener, if you're yes. still here, thank you. Why have you not followed us on Twitter? <laughs> I like how you started out your insults with, I don't like your favorite color. It's really such a harmless insult. I don't like your favorite color is hilarious to me. I was trying to be like, since we can't have this physical beating or like use these like heavy metal industrial, you know, welding and torch devices, I'm going to like hit you where it hurts. I'm going to go with the emotions. I'm going to go back to like, you know, the four-year-old at preschool trying to be mad at somebody. And that was where I went with that. One of the things that I, I actually been I thought about bringing up to you, but I haven't, is that I love messing up sayings. And there's a band that I brought up to you last week, Dollar Signs. They have another song, and the line is, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, words, words just hurt my feelings. And I love the idea of taking you know, children's sayings and screwing them up. And like, I think I did that by accident in the yes, song. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And that's what it made me think of. I was like, damn it. Like it was a conversation I wanted to have and you accidentally did it without me. A, you're brilliant. B, I couldn't, I, I tried to like Google children's sayings, it, like to figure out other sayings to screw up. So that's something that I, maybe I'll, unless you've got something off the top of your head. Not right now, but yeah. I mean, you, we could probably do a whole song of, of messed up yeah. children's sayings. So the one thing you were writing lyrics and I was trying, I like to try to give you space to do what you do. I don't want to interrupt the flow, but man, it was real hard not to yell out suggestions of insults when the breaks were happening. And you did listen to one or two and I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to stop. Was I too much? No, I think is maybe I part. I think it was fine. I, I mean, I, we had lyrics for like the first half. And then once we got into the, I was just going to start insulting you. None of that was written down. I just did it live. And honestly, that's a lot of times when I have the most fun is like, I have a structure, but then I don't actually stick to it. Yeah. Much like we have a genre or a theme and we don't actually do it because that's us. But it was fine. I mean, I don't know. So say you throw me off. What's the worst that happens? Um, we, we either to, do we've another take. We've already started over a few times and I don't just want to keep this. Yeah. Like, so it kind of doesn't matter that much. I don't know. Like, it's fine. Are there any insults in there that you wanted to include and thought later of and didn't include? You're adopted, I think, is always a great one. <laughs> 
I think the yeah that the, you were an accident. Yeah, I think was the other one that we talked about. You were a broken condom was the one that I that, that yeah. I one of my one of our friends his parents had said to him, and it had always stuck with me the fact that his mom actually said that to him. I think he, I think two of his he and another sibling may have been broken condoms, but and at that point that's just their fault. Yeah, you're just doing something wrong at that point. But maybe what do I know? One thing I fact check welding at 1200 degrees is a bit low an oxygen hydrogen torch is at about 1450 i i actually wondered that no, <laughs> I, I seriously did i was like oh i think i bet 1200 Celsius. degrees is low mm-hmm. um I, I was i was thinking that i needed to be higher and then i was like and then i also thought no one's going to fact check me on that and here we are <laughs> uh, uh, do do you want to guess what a laser beam weld is in terms uh, of degrees Celsius? Celsius? Yes. Uh, 1,800? 3,000? 10,000. Over, over oh. 10,000. If I have my um, alligator, you know you know math better than me. It's the um, alligator where it's open to, to the left. It eats I the think bigger that's number. <laughs> yeah. So. so it's under 10,000? No, that's, that's greater than. So anyway. Anyway, no, it's... Uh, Usually at that temperature, you'd start to use like Kelvin or something, I think. But Which but, is the temperature. I mean, that's not even the highest temperature of welding. The, the plasma arc welding is at 33,000. Wow. So uh, in case you're wondering, I am Jeremy at this moment and slightly proud of it. But laser beam welding, I think, is what you had your, your eye on. According to engineeringtoolbox.com. Shout out to you fellas. <laughs> All right. Voicing got angrier as we went on. I thought it worked. It made sense to me. It fit. It wasn't on purpose, I'm guessing. I I mean, I think it kind of was, but then it got more. I don't know. It got more. Yeah. That'll happen. All right. Did we decide who we're following on Twitter? Ice-T was at the top of my list. We followed Ice-T and Matthew Lesko didn't have an account. So And maybe Welding. You want like what daily welding tips or something? Like, I don't weld. <laughs> Not yet. Well, that's true. We got any more daily welding tips. <laughs> Tip one, buy a welder. <laughs> the welding was inside you all along. Who won the fight? Did we, did anybody win a fight? I mean, the other guy didn't even fight back. He just got told it was a one, to, it was a one way decision. It was a, a flawless victory. I mean, it was a Mortal Kombat ripping the guy's head off and throwing it at his body kind of thing, right? Emotionally. Emotionally. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Anybody to shout out other than Jeremy for showing up this yeah, week? Sh- shout out to to Jeremy for showing up. Awesome. All right then. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, thank right. you for joining us. Here is our new worst song ever. And good night. Yeah, you wore that in public. That safety gear makes your butt look big. Matthew Lesko's last book was in 2006, according to his Wikipedia page. Sounds like he's a quitter. Which is surprisingly two books after uh, Free Money to Quit Your Job. So apparently that book was <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, apparently he wasn't able to use his own, take his own advice. <laughs> I like that. Can you hear the guitar? Yes, we can. I hear the guitar. Well, just play and don't think about it. Yeah, just if you play. want a truly shitty song, just don't listen to what you're doing. Yeah, well, that that's not the worst just advice play. you've ever given me. Just feel the music, man. I don't want to know the worst advice you have ever given you. That's also.
probably worth thinking about. That's a good question. 